confusion of 10 o'clock because we have been sometimes meeting at 10 o'clock. But this is a special meeting uh, which was supposed to start, or I mean, to be on Wednesday. And then we took the meeting to today, nine o'clock. And uh, that was the instruction to the secretary. And I saw the first interaction from the secretary made mention of nine. I don't know where this 10 o'clock emanating, but you are all welcome, honorable members, and welcome to the members of the staff. And uh, our meeting is supposed to be very short today. Uh, if it's an hour, it will be delayed. Otherwise, it's supposed to be very even less than an hour. The first thing in this meeting, we're supposed to, 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 to deal with the program, including uh, the minutes uh, of the previous meetings that we could not. But having checked at the members that are here, we're still not making a quorum. Let me count again how many members that are here. It's one, two, three, four, five. We're still short of one or two members so that we can claim to be a quorum. Uh, for now, I think Chair? while we still... Hello? The meeting is correcting. It's correcting? Yes. Oh, okay. Then let's go to the minutes then of the previous meeting, sir. Excuse me, Chairperson. Chairperson, sorry, I apologize. Good morning, it's Farad Esak. Could we please uh, ask the Secretary to record the apology of Honorable Kachalia, please? Thank you. Yes, I was supposed to, to ask the Secretary to start with the minutes, I mean, with the apologies first. Secretary? Uh, uh, Chair, yeah. Um, as recorded, the apology of um, Mr. Kachalia, who is overseas until um, the time when he comes back. Uh, however, I haven't received any other apology for today's meeting, Chair, from the members. Chair? Okay, continue with the second part. Chairperson. Okay. There's somebody calling Chairperson. Hello. Hello, Chair. How are you? Uh, this is Honorable Gomani. Please note the apology of Honorable Maotwe. Uh, thank you, Honorable Gomani. Secretary, did you capture that? Uh, capture, Chair. Okay, then go with the business of the day, sir. Okay, I'm going to start quickly with the minutes first, Chair, then we do the oversight report. Okay, go ahead. The first minutes, Chair, is the minutes of the 24th of August, 2022, which was the Alexco annual report and financial statements presentation. Um, on the front page is the attendance of the members of the committee who were present in the meeting um, and the delegation of the DPE that was led by the deputy minister at the time uh, and the new leadership of Alexco and a brief uh, opening remarks of the chairperson and input by the Deputy Minister of Public Enterprises, uh, Pumulo, uh, Mr. Mashwale, and then the presentation um, that, was, that was done by the Ms. Hanokom, who was the interim chairperson of, board chairperson of Alexco. Then, um, some of a, just a summary of the issues that were raised by the members of the committee. And then the responses 
of the committee of the uh, Alexco, and then the adoption of the minutes of the first of June twenty twenty two, and the, uh, the minutes of the eighth of June twenty twenty two, also in adoption of the third term, the draft third term program of the committee, which took the decision that we must uh, uh, finalize the issue of the Quebec power station. That was the first. That was the meeting of the twenty fourth of August. Eh? Thank you. Can I go through go through all the minutes? It will be faster. Yeah, you can do that. I think. Uh, let me check with the. But, but can you just put all the minutes, uh, at then adopt them at the same time? Can I hands there? Whichever route, whichever route you take will support it. Okay, Honorable Lamini. Uh, I second that proposal, Chair. Let's proceed. It will save a period of time as well. Okay. Thank you, Honorable Members. Go ahead, Secretary. Okay, thank you, Chair. And uh, thank you for the, the committee also for allowing me some time off. Uh, and thank you for Yangi Swatrele for standing in for me. Uh, during this period of the minutes uh, of the meetings when I wasn't around. Uh, this is the meeting, the minutes of the 7th of September 2022, uh, briefing by Transat on the annual report and financial statements for 2021-2022 financial year. Those are the members of the committee who were present in the meeting. And um, the DPE delegation leading the Transnet delegation. And uh, We've also got the opening remarks by the chairperson on the second page and the presentation of Transnet on the annual report and financial statement for the 2020-2021-2021-2022. Introductory remarks by the group CEO of Transnet, Ms. Poshia Derby. the discussions, just a summary of the discussions. And the responses that were given by Transnet in the meeting. And then, uh, um, the, the resolution that Transnet uh, should well submit information on the economic multiplier effect on the investments that Transnet makes. Uh, that was the meeting of Transnet chair. And then the next m- minutes are the minutes of the 14th of September. This was the, the briefing by the business rescue practitioners on the status update regarding the rescue process of Mango. Uh, this was on the 14th of September. These are the members of the committee who were present in that meeting. Uh, um, including the apologies, uh, the delegation of a TPE was led by the deputy minister and the acting director general. We also had the interim uh, board chair of SAA, who is uh, Professor Lamola. And then number one deals with the opening remarks of the chairperson. And then the presentation was done by the deputy director general of the Department of Public Enterprises, Advocate Makobe, on behalf of, um, instead of the rescue practitioners, and then the discussions are summarized in the uh, pages. It's quite detailed. And then the responses.
Yeah, and then number five deals with the resolution that the committee took for this particular meeting. That the committee resolved that there, there are contradictions within the Companies Act that needed the committee to look at. And then the content advisor should look at legis- the legislation and advise the committee. The committee should have a joint sitting with the Portfolio Committee on Trade and Industry and Competition as they are responsible for policy and legislation affecting state-owned, state-owned companies. The business risk practitioner should table a report on the finances of Mango and how that has been used. The committee would appreciate a written reply by Mango. That was the meeting of the 14th of September, uh, 2022. The next um, minutes are the minutes of the 21st of May to, of September. No, I, I think that those are these are all the minutes that we have table chair for now. Thank you, Chair. Seven. Thank you so much. Uh, honorable members, that is the presentation of the minutes. Could can I have somebody to move the minutes for the adoption. Chair. Yes, Honorable Commander. Yes, Chair. I move the adoption of the meetings or of the minutes as respectively presented to us as a committee. Thank you, Honorable Commander. Is there any second, uh, Honorable Members? Any second, uh, chairperson? Yes. 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 Oh, okay. That's good. Uh, Let me leave the DA to second. That's nice. Uh, Let me, yeah. Let me allow Isaac, uh, chairperson. Thanks. Honorable Isaac. Honorable chairperson, I firmly believe that Honorable uh, Shabalala is my senior, and I think. uh, Perhaps the honourable thing to do is to allow ladies first. Uh, Soma Shabalala, please. It's good to have your name on record. <laughs> no, Shabasana, I, I, I will second it. It's fine. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, Shabasana, this is history. This is history in the making. Let's comment, Honourable Isaac. The D is never seconded. Well done. Kachalia must not come back. Thanks. <laughs> no, no. No, it's because they the opposition doesn't want it to remove it in Jobek, that's why. So we're trying to appease you. <laughs> Thank you, Chair. You, are, you, are, you are provoking me to remind you we have not been in the meeting for some time. Just allow the meeting to take place properly. Because uh, I'm not the weeps, yeah. <laughs> Let's go back to uh, the the secretary for the, uh, the the oversight. What is it called? The the visit to other places and all that program. Who is making presentation, secretary? Chair, I'm going to present on the on the report, and then uh, Lee Bramwell, Ms. Lee Bramwell, will present on the other issue of the program regarding the the study tour, the visits. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, she will she will enter after the adoption of the report. Yeah, uh, this is the portfolio. This is the report of the portfolio committee on public enterprises uh, for on the oversight visit to ESCOM, SAA. S Express Airways and Denial, uh, dated 30th September. 30th September is today's date, the date that we report we, we adopt the report. Um, the, the basically the introduction is that we visited these uh, uh, entities in Cape Town and Houghton respectively. Um, we've and then that was from the 19th to the 22nd of April 2022. In terms of the background. Um, just to say that the state-owned enterprise enterprises are under serious operational governance and financial distress, and they have been uh, uh, others are facing liquidation, such as Mango and Express Airways, which has already finished, and then 
I'm just we're just uh, there in the in the in the background, given a synopsis of the challenges facing the NEL in terms of in its inability to uh, to 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 honor its contractual obligations and even paying salaries of workers as express the process of liquidation. And the committee needed to get a progress report with regards to that liquidation process. In terms of SAA, it had then uh, uh, concluded an equity partnership pro- uh, agreement and resumed its operations. So the committee would, needed to familiarize itself with the performance and the new business model of SAA. And then the committee also had received a complaint from NUM regarding the irregularities at ESCOM in in relation to the contract of the replacement of the steam generator. Hence, the committee had to also go to Quebec power station. And then the delegation of the committee was as thus at 1.2. And then the visit to Quebec power station was our first stop at number two. that the committee actually that was the purpose of the visit was to actually to oversee to to look at the activity to see the activities at the plant but also get an update on the national power grid uh, and also be briefed by noom on the allegations of irregularities that took place on the 19th of april it was a joint with the portfolio committee on mineral resources and energy um the the ceo of escom and his leadership they joined the committee through a virtual platform they were not present at the oversight. Uh, and then they also made some welcoming remarks. And then some of the issues that were that were uh, uh, raised there, it was regarding the load shedding. And at that time, we were there on the 19th. The, there was a, the country was on stage four load shedding, which was implemented on the 19th of April, 2022. Uh, and then that, 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 that is just a background on what ESCOM had actually uh, explained to the committee in terms of why there was no shedding in the country at the time. And then in terms of the maintenance, um, um, it was explained to us that the, the utility does not have enough capacity to implement the plant maintenance. Uh, the situation was compounded by the last independent power producer contract being concluded in 2014. So they say they, they were trying basically informing the committee that um, the fact that we have not been um, um, taking more APPs, it's the reason that there is load shading. It's one of the reasons that were, that were uh, conversed with the committee. And then also they spoke of the damages at the Kendall and Midupi in 2018 and 19, 2018 and 2021, respectively, and many other power stations. And then uh, in terms of the mitigating uh, interventions that the, C- the GCO had reported at the time that there is a need for policy decisions to be taken, uh, also amending the contracts by the IPP office to ask for for them to access uh, 200 megawatts from existing IPPs, uh, also to re- removing bottlenecks, additional 200 megawatts available by upgrading infrastructure. Uh, also, the NARSA should simplify the registration process for installation of 100 megawatts and under. And then, in terms of the financial sustainability, ESCOM liquid, ESCOMs, uh, the utilities' liquidity constraints can be alleviated if the municipal debt amounting to 47 billion can be paid to ESCOM. That's one of the issues that ESCOM canvassed. That that's how they are able to deal with the issue of the liquidity of ESCOM. And then in terms of the submission of NUM, uh, it was led by the full-time substitute, Mr. Mbovo, who actually um, presented as to why uh, the union was against the suspension of the replacement of the steam generator. And they also raised the issue of the, um, the, the contract being mismanaged and that the, the deferment of Unit 2 actually was depriving the ESCOM from 900, 900 megawatts of electricity. Um, and then they believe that the, the decision to, to suspend that particular uh, uh, thing was not due to ESCOM's failure to be ready, but actually it was because of the contractor, which was from, from at home, which is a French, French uh, uh, company. And then in the report, we are listing all the issues that Noom have said. That's a synopsis of what they have presented. And then ESCOM's response to Noom presentation. 
of ESCOM did uh, 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 um, uh, conceal that they are losing skilled uh, staff, especially nuclear operators. And ESCOM was unable to offer increases, bonuses, etc. That was one of the reasons not being unable to retain staff. Uh, in terms of the SGR, ESCOM re responded that the SGR outages were being operated safely and, S and Quebec never led maintenance over the years. And then the, 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 and the entity was not being reckless and that the deferment of the SGR of Unit 2 would not lead to job losses. Um, the meeting actually did not, the, the, this oversight visit did not finish the discussions on the on the nuclear on the issue of the nuclear power station, which was pulled back, and the issues raised by us by Noom. Hence, the committee had to take a decision that they will have will have um, um, subsequent meetings to deal with the issues. That, however, the committee did undertake an aside visit on the plant to look at the 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 the, 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 the construction of this unit two of. Uh, Kubek power station that was off, off the grid. And then the resolutions that were taken at the, at the Queen, the committee was unable to fully engage on the complaint of Noom and the presentation of ESCOM and hence a decision was taken that um, a follow-up meeting should be held. And then on the 30th of August, a, a joint follow-up meeting was held to afford ESCOM a response, a, a, a opportunity to respond. However, ESCOM had not responded to the allegations citing that the issues were labor-related and ESCOM is not obliged to respond to them. Then the committee, the joint committee is also resolved again that ESCOM need to come back and submit a written response, which was submitted to the committee. And that meeting was held on the 27th of September, 2022. And then the observations of the, of the committee uh, in relation to what has transpired, the committee noted with concern that the reported delays and alleged corruption regarding the steam generator replacement project at Quebec nuclear power station, and then the allegations by the union that the contractor from Atom responsible for the replacement of the generator has not delivered on its contractual obligation. However, it continued to be paid. It also noted that the allegations uh, that managers were responsible for the steam generator project were suspended to protect French-based company. In terms of the recommendations, having engaged both ESCOM and NUM, the committee's resolved to embark on a follow-up visit to, power, to, to the power station for an in-depth investigation on the serious allegations of corruption at the plant. Uh, in terms of the meeting with the liquidators of the South African Express Airways, the committee did meet with the business rescue practitioners. Um, um, in fact, we met with the Department of, Edu Department of uh, uh, Public Enterprises led by the DDG uh, advocate Makobe. And then the committee was taken to, in terms of the status of the provisional liquidation of S Express, um, also in terms of how much of the total proceeds from the from the disposal of the company assets uh, was received, which was twenty-four million seven hundred forty-eight thousand seven hundred rands. And then the intangible asset sale is still was still underway at the time. In terms of the employees of Southern Express Airways. It was also reported that the, the, the employees' claim documents have been completed. The claim will be um, against the, com the company and payable from the free residue of the liquidation and distribution account. And then this will be done at the end of the, uh, the, the liquidation process. And at that stage, the liquidators did not foresee a dividend payable to the concurrent characters. Um, they also reported that uh, by the 20th, 28th of April, 2020, the granting of the provisional order, the employee salaries um, were outstanding for, for March and April, 2020. Uh, and then all these uh, outstanding uh, salaries will be dealt with against the company, which is South African Express Airways, at the, at the end of the, uh, the thing. However, we were informed that the UIF and the and the TERS, which is a temporary employee relief scheme, were paid and received by the employees. And then they were just giving us a, 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 a update in terms of how far they are in terms of implementing the issues of the pensions and 
uh, retirement funds for employees. And then progress that has been taken, and progress in terms of action that has been taken, um, the issue of the sale of the critical the material assets of the airline was complete. Uh, section 417 and 8, inquiry into affairs of the airline was ongoing. Uh, so it's just a, 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 a synopsis of the a table of what has been done and what was still outstanding in terms of the thing, in terms of Express. And in terms of the findings of the committee, uh, the committee noted that there is a prog- there is progress in terms of the liquidation process. However, was concerned that the timelines has taken longer than anticipated, and then SACS was not had no funding post the BRT, BRP process uh, that needed to be liquidated. The committee noted how the state capture has, has, has established SOC's governance operationally and financially, or the state capture has destabilized the SOC's governance operationally and financially, and then noted that uh, according to commissioners' uh, findings, there is evidence of reckless trading at Southern Express. There were challenges where the, with the initial beta in raising the balance of the purchase price to fund the purchase of the airline. Uh, noted that fair value of the intangible assets is as valuable as whoever is willing to pay for it. Valuation was based on the intention uh, to sell the airline to a party willing to capitalize. It is not transferable and requires government consent. The sale of of, of intangible assets is the responsibility of SATs. In terms of the recommendation, the committee recommended that the Minister of Public Enterprise should, ensure, should consider ensuring that the liquidation process is done in a transparent manner, ensuring that there is clear communication among stakeholders about the liquidation process, uh, ensure that the, process, the systems are put in place to ensure that uh, no other state entity would go through this particular process. Um, in terms of the oversight to South African Airways, the committee visited uh, the Airways Park and we met with the leadership of uh, SAA, and the, it was mainly to get a progress update on the sale of the, the sale transaction with Takazo Consortium, um, which also briefed us uh, because Mango is a subsidiary of SAA. So the table over there just gives us a, a, a report in terms of how far they are in terms of S, S, uh, Mango. Then in terms of the strategic equity partnership, uh, that uh, 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 the the expression of interest uh, was published on December the second of December, uh, twenty twenty one, uh, and closed on the twentieth of December twenty twenty one with ten applicants, um, and then the six were shortlisted with due diligence commenced until the March twenty twenty two. In terms of uh, the human resources. Um, this is just a, 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 a the group has a total of 786 employees, 50 employees at cargo until outsourcing is finalized. And it also gives us a, a, a report in terms of all the divisions of, of SAA, uh, how they distribute the employees to the level at which they can afford as reported. And also in terms of air chefs, uh, what is their mandate and uh, in terms of what they're going to do to ensure that they are profitable and efficient. Uh, in terms of the progress on the strategy, uh, Airchefs is expected to be profitable from February 2022. And then they are basically going to be ensuring that they are working with British Airways and Virgin, Virgin Airlines and also ensuring that there's also non-airline uh, customers such as Transnet and Shell who are able to buy from Airchefs. Um, in terms of SAA technical, um, this is a, a, a also one of the, uh, the, 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 the subsidiaries of SAA, which is still um, 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 full intact. And then they are doing a full service maintenance repair and overall of, of airlines. They are also uh, uh, will be working with the other airlines to ensure that they are give the servicing uh, other airlines from other uh, uh, airlines within the SADC region. And then this is just a, 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 a report on what is it that they're doing to ensure that the SAA technical is able to be profitable. 
And then just a report on the SAA fleet plan uh, in terms of what is it that they are operating with now, which they reported that they've got a three A319s flight uh, uh, aircrafts, two A320s, and one A330 on a power by the hour lease agreement, uh, which they reported that they only pay for the hours that they have been on the on uh, 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 on operation. If the if the if the aeroplane does not fly, they don't pay for the hours that the aeroplane was not flying. So that is what they explained as the power, uh, hour by the power lease agreement. Um, we're just giving a, a a report in terms of how they they wish to increase the air, the flight the the, the the fleet plan and also the 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 the, the frequency of the airline. Uh, strategic equity partnership. Uh, government, they also give us a report in terms of how this came about in terms of government taking a decision uh, that SAA needed to be saved and not liquidated. Hence, they are taken to get a, a, a strategic equity partnership. And then uh, we also they also give a, a synopsis in terms of how the process had actually unfolded, had unfolded and what informed the, the SEP Mm, and at the time that we were at the oversight, this particular process has, was not finished yet. In terms of the process of selection of the SCP, uh, we have also given a, a phase one, phase two, phase three, in terms of um, the EO, EOI um, uh, evaluation, uh, the proposal development, and the implementation in terms of the uh, strategic equity partnership process. And then um, as a result of the extended duration of the pandemic and its impact on both global and domestic aviation, some of the parties who had had interest and could not provide capital required to provide for the airline. And there was fewer people. And then that is how they are explaining in terms of how Takato Consortium was formed by these entities. And uh, E on that particular, on the slide there shows that uh, how, who are the people, who are the companies that forms part of the Consortium. In terms of the findings of the committee, they are they are listed over there. I'm not going to go into each and every one to save the committee time. In terms of the recommendation that the committee recommend that the Minister of Public Enterprises should ensure that uh, should consider ensuring that the satisfaction of all the conditions precedent and regulatory approvals are met for the conclusion of the transaction. Then the committee also visited uh, uh, Denel. Headquarters at Centurion, uh, jointly with the portfolio, with the uh, with the um, standing committee on uh, appropriation. Basically, uh, we were briefed by the meeting was also attended by AMSCO and Denel and the and the standing committee on and and the standing committee on appropriation. So the committee was briefed on the uh, South African defense industry risk occasioned by a plethora of challenges experienced, exposure and reliance on Denel, AMSCO's capacity to deliver on defense contracts, and the assessment of the risk of risk to South Africa's sovereignty uh, in the event credit guarantees are enforced by respective lenders. Uh, in terms of the current state of Denel, um, basically the committee was uh, blatantly informed that uh, Denel was technically insolvent, at the time of the visit, because the available cash was insufficient to meet the operational requirements, including the payment of salaries and suppliers. And then the latest cash flow projections for the 2020-21-22 financial year indicated a negative 600 million if no mitigation was undertaken. Uh, um, so that was the kind of that was the the the, 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 the financial position of SAA that was presented. And everything has been stipulated in that particular section. And also in terms of the outstanding tax payments and salary status, uh, the current status, tax, tax status for the group is non-compliant due to the substantial tax liability that remained unpaid at the time. In terms of AMSCO uh, program penalties um, on 6.1.9, that uh, there were many penalties that were enforced by SARS uh, due to the inability of Denel to deliver on his contractual obligations uh, in terms of what was supposed, what in terms of the agreement between uh, SARS, um, Denel, and AMSCO.
in terms of the legal matters, uh, Daniel is currently defending the following legal matters. And those were the legal matters that have been identified at 6.1.11, 12, 13, and 14. Um, these are both uh, employee-related and also supplier, uh, supplier uh, and, and related. In terms of the funding challenges of uh, of of of, of, of uh, Denel, uh, the significant restructuring cost is required uh, for implementation of the new operating model. In addition to operating requirements, whilst the new model is implemented, um, so. Escom, uh, Daniel uh, reported that they will need, they will require approximately 3.7 billion immediately to deal with the obligations of the new model, implementing the new model. And a further 900 million is, was required over the next 24 months to complete the turnaround plan of Daniel. Um, so that is just the, the what is it that the, 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 the Daniel had reported in terms of what they require in terms of the financial backing from the state. Uh, in terms of the findings, the non-payments of salaries concern regarding uh, uh, penalties due to inability to deliver on contracts, concern on the technical insolvency of Daniel and the fee of the entity being liquidated. Lack of cooperation between UNSCO, Defense and Daniel are some of the issues raised in the presentation. The need for, for Danelle and AMSCO to open the market for youth, women, and people with disability in the procurement space. So there is a deficit of over 500 million on the funding of the corporate plan. There is a restructuring process in place. All the six divisions will be converted into business units and reduce the management structure of each business unit. Uh, so these are some of the... Uh, the, 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 the uh, 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 the, what is it? I'm running out of words. The and then when you look at the recommendation of the committee in terms of the uh, the NEL visit, uh, that the Minister of Public Enterprises should consider presenting to the committee the future sustainability of the NEL, um, uh, ensuring the resolution of all outstanding payment to employees, suppliers, and creditors present to the committee the financial requirement of the entity over the medium-term expenditure framework. That was the last part of the pro of the report. Uh, it was quite a long chair. Uh, it's, that, that's where the report ends, Chairperson. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Mutumi. Honorable members, that is the report. And it's for engagement so that we, at the end of the day, we adopt it. But I'm not sure, Mr. Mutumi, whether we add the Liz part before we continue. Uh, Chair, I would advise that we conclude this one because Liz one, it speaks to something different to this. Okay. We can adopt this one, for, uh, then we can go to the next issue. Okay. Let us engage this report, uh, honorable members. Uh, I will not take hands. I will just go through the list in front of me, as usual, and we'll start with Honorable Shabalala. Honorable Shabalala. Yes, Chairperson. Yes. Um, yes. 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 I would like to second. Chairperson. And it I come back with this day. Oh, come back home. Oh, oh, that and the second and the thing what is the up and it. I'll say you are the first person to. Oh, okay. That I know. All right. In touch with the report. Okay. Thank you so much, Chair. Chair, I would like to uh, agree with the contents of the report as raised by the Secretary and summarized as such. Uh, but just to also maybe to emphasize uh, that issue around uh, what, we, what we said to the department, for them to look into an option that says that if the Gatso Consortium does not gain fruition or the contract doesn't go through, the state should look into uh, taking back SAA back to the state. You can 
can put it in nice English, uh, Mr. Mukumi. But I think that's the point I want to raise in the report. But I'm comfortable with it, Chairperson, and I therefore move for its adoption as right and raised. Uh, thank you, Chair. Oh, thank you, Honorable Shabalala. Uh, Honorable Isaac. Chairperson, thank you. Uh, I was unfortunately uh, not part of the uh, oversights uh, that were discussed, uh, so I think it wouldn't be fair for me to comment at this point. Thank you, Chair. Okay. Understandable. Uh, Honorable uh, Komani. Jeanette. Honorable Komani. Uh, Honorable Komani, Pumi, the Lapane. Uncle Yes, sir. Yeah, Chair. As um, a member who did not uh, attend the oversight, however, having the issues, uh, I, I will focus on Dinel. Items that have been raised that we currently are discussing. So as a result, I'll be happy with the contents of the, uh, the presentation as well as hoping that when we revisit Dinel, some of the issues and will in fact be reaffirmed. So all what I'm saying, Chair, uh, I'm happy with the report. Thank you. Okay, Honorable Commander. Thank you. Uh, let's go to Honorable Kwangwa. Chairperson, thank you very much. Uh, you will recall that I only joined the, the oversight uh, via the state Standing Committee on Appropriations when we visited Denel. Uh, so I want to understand, since I was part of 25% of the oversight visit, was I absent or present in the context of the report itself? Uh, <clears throat> because I'm not part of the delegation. I know it was a delegation of public enterprises, but I joined you in, in Jobek. But there's one issue, Chair, with respect to Denel that, uh, that we have raised sharply in, the, in that meeting. And I think even in the recent meeting where we had Denel, Virtually, we also raised it, is the, their over-reliance on the sale of non-core assets as their turnaround strategy, where we were saying that there doesn't seem to be a clear plan and clear strategy with respect to uh, making sure that they are able to turn around the business without relying uh, solely on, on the sale of non-core assets. But I do think uh, perhaps that could feature prominently in the report itself. Uh, but also, Chairperson, I think that uh, since we have picked up their use of, I mean, ever since I became a member of public enterprises, every time you even raise this thing, I think you even amplified it, amplified the point during the oversight after some of us made interventions that we usually are told about these uh, pipeline businesses, staggering figures which are never realized. I think we need to find a way uh, of keeping track of that so that we hold them to account because it proves once again that in the turnaround strategy, new sales 